Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. Getting a new vehicle can be stressful, but not at Lake Elsinore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. That's where surfers go inland to purchase their new and used vehicles. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Surfa CBD, grown by surfers for surfers to help you maintenance your body after a lifetime of surfing. Follow us on Instagram at surfa, S-E-R-F-A, C-B-D. Use promo code LATENIGHTWITHCHALKY at checkout for 20% off surfacbd.com. WaveKey is the world's most comprehensive land-based sensory surf discipline. The brainchild of former number one surfer Brad Gerlach, WaveKey's martial art-like focus on slow, precise, land-based movements embed powerful surfing patterns and fundamental technique for surfers of all levels. WaveKey is a land-based program allowing you to achieve a heightened focus on the movements as you practice. The effects of this are amplified when the practice begins to subliminally emerge in your surfing. It takes time for this to happen, but when it does, your surfing improves dramatically. Brad Gerlach is front and center in all aspects of the unique Wave Key course, presenting recorded videos, live session videos, Q's and A's, and insightful expert notes. Nuggets of gold that you simply won't find anywhere else. Wave Key. For the love of surfing. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. <laughs> Our guest this week has deep family roots in Hawaii. Deep. And he's a son of a master craftsman. Master craftsman. His dad was a Hawaiian legend and icon, a respected surf coach, and was on the forefront of surfboard innovation and designs for decades royalty family he was named one of the top best shapers of all time best 10 in that lineup of all time he's been shaping for decades following the footsteps of the family legacy and our guest and his older brother Akila are continuing the family tradition combining their own experiences techniques and the knowledge that was passed down from the late great Ben Ipa R.I.P. Mr. Ipa rest in yeah. power yeah, Continuing dad. where his dad left off, proudly honoring the IPA name, the future is bright. We welcome the legacy of Aloha Duke. Nickname? 
What is it? Nickname. Do I have a nickname? Yeah. <laughs> when your name's Duke, you don't need a nickname. Yeah. I, uh, Duke. Uh, what do you follow up Duke yeah, with? Dude? I know. You don't really need one. I forgot yeah. to ask nicknames, but I don't uh, think. Let's see. Uh, my mom used to call me Duker B. Duker yeah. B? <laughs> we call Duker Wait, did B. I just say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Duker B. We call... I have a Duke. We call him Dukester. Yeah. yeah. But, um... It's my son Duke's birthday, and we oh. have Duke on the show, so this is extra special. Extra special episode. Yeah. Well, hey, Duke, if you're listening, happy birthday, Duke. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> uh, but thank you for uh, coming to the show. My pleasure. We've been trying to p- pin you down, and you're a busy, man. We're busy, but yeah. um, we're still... Ever since uh, last year. Yeah. During the U... Uh, not U.S. Open, but... Was it U.S. Yeah, it was Open? Yeah, U.S. Open. Yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah. And I saw your brother a couple weeks ago, and I I told him the same thing. I go, man, we got to connect when you're here, or, Maybe we'll get him out there. Dude, you should come yeah. down to Mexico, 18th through the 28th. We're, yeah. we're going to go down and surf. Nice. Down like in mainland? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Sayulita area? No, 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 not, no. Mainland, not mainland. Uh, the, uh, yeah. God, what's the name of that don't, place? Don't, don't worry. I don't, I'm, no, I shouldn't say the name no. of it. <laughs> yeah. no, no name. Just down south. Uh, it's, it's that critical right. Yeah. So I, got, I, got, I need to work on my backside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, dude, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. But uh, we were just talking to you earlier about a sick commercial with Kaipo Guerrero. Wow. Right? Uh, And was that during the pipeline? No, it was during the sunset. Just this one. It was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I I never thought that uh, I would have a board on an Expedia commercial. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor the show. If, you, if you're hearing that Expedia, you gotta sponsor the show. You gotta yeah. sponsor the show. <laughs> yeah, so they, uh, they did the little like cameo, little commercial drops, and and uh, Kaipo Guerrero was holding your your yeah the special uh, dance model that we did with uh, Local Motion. It was a, a a modernized version of a board my dad made Kaipo in 1984. That's so amazing. 84. What's critical about that is that it was kind of like on the down low, low key backyard. Shh, don't tell anyone or I'll have to <laughs> you. <laughs> Bro, my dad wasn't a local motion shaper. No. But this board had my dad's logo on it and like about 800 other local motion logos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kaipo was surfing for local motion at the time. Yeah. And, um, he needed a board, and my dad was coaching him and just saw, like, Ugh, let me be. make you a board, Kaipo. And yeah. Kaipo was like, ah, I cannot have this shape or locomotion, this shape or this shape. And my like, dad's like, I'll just make it. Just go grab some laminates. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah. Kaipo went to the factory and went, oh, snake some uh, laminates and yeah. got them to my dad. My dad shaped the board. So way back in the day. Way back in the day, yeah, 1984. 84. Yeah. Right now, uh, the collector on the North Shore, Luis Rial, Owns that thing. That's amazing. Yeah, so the original is in the North Shore surf shop right now. So did your dad just shape him one secret board? Just just that one secret board. And he R- called it the ants back then? Well, or not no? back then. Yeah. They had no name. You know, oh, yeah. shit. We, we, oops. <laughs> okay. Can I say yeah. shit? Yeah. We, say, we say everything. Yeah. We say everything. <laughs> Lennon's got a really potty mouth over there. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, it was just the one. It was not called the ants. I'm like, like, uh, you really didn't name boards back in the day. Yeah. Aside from my and it dad. It was a secret too, right? Uh, it was dumb. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Oh, secret. Yeah. Um, but the board itself was so unique. Yeah. Because ba- back in the early 80s, obviously, you're coming into the thruster era and everyone's making like kind of modernized performance surfboards at the time. Yeah. And my dad, coming off of his explosion of the Sting, not Stinger, Sting, not Stinger, back in the 70s, wanted to kind of keep the idea and the philosophy of breaking the outline abruptly. So what he did with Kaipo's board, and this was something he was already working on like 82, 83, uh, he took got rid of the wing and just had an abrupt bump mm. so high up way higher than a normal bump mm. and it did the same kind of thing it broke the water away from the outline which meant a faster reaction in the ass end yeah um and i love how kaipo says it the best because he, he took it you know he surfed the contest in and he was like blowing things up and apparently Merrick kind of saw it and started making Tommy Curran boards like that. No way. Which read... Back led, then. Le, back then. Wow. Which led to the Red Beauty. Wow. Which ultimately was kind of like a blueprint for their biggest selling board, the Flyer. Wow. So was that... That's all that, coming to life now, huh? All, all from the ants. <laughs> was that board like made for a specific type of wave? Like a kind of a, a high performance beach break or slow? Like to... Uh, I mean... Worked yeah, in everything but... I would have to think that it was it was made to work in everything, yeah. mainly because my dad made it for mainland contests. Yep. Um, you know, and it's hard to make a board in Hawaii that doesn't work. Yeah. If you can't make a board in Hawaii that doesn't work, yeah, you probably should go work at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ding! Yeah. Run for the border. Yeah. Sponsor <laughs> of the show. Yeah. <laughs> you got the speed. You got the power. It's how to control it, and, and you know, and dust off speed. You know. <sighs> so yeah. so um. What, uh, what, how did this model and this uh, collaboration end? Wow, it was totally a, a thing where Luis Real acquired the board and he posted it. And I saw it, I was like, but I remember my dad making boards like that. Wow, it was okay. so radical, it's, it's unmistakable yeah, when yeah. you look at it. So I hit up, I, answer, I answered back on the, the Instagram post, I was like, oh man. We should remake this, like, maybe slightly modernized. And I said, at Locomotion. And they instantly messaged me, like, yes, let's do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So we made Kaipo the first one. And then we made a batch of five that we numbered. And we were like, okay, that, that's all we'll do. Uh, but people have been blowing up the phones trying to get that thing now. 
That's cool. So those things are a new collector's item. It's a new collector's item for yeah. sure. That's insane. Radical. Yeah, and I mean, local motion's an iconic brand, and they've been around forever. I mean, Dude. you got you know Blue Hawaii, you got Local Motion and TNC that just have dominated. Yeah. You know that the I mean Hawaii when, when they're coming through the factory but, uh, at the inertia factory where they were um, laminated. Mike Kenna, the, the owner, he was like just like beside himself he's like bro i'm glassing the board that i used to froth over as a ground that's so awesome ridiculous <laughs> uh, you're making me want to order one <laughs> yeah or now <laughs> yeah well, get in line yeah i mean I, I love the fact that the shapes have kind of come full circle but more you know modern with the you know the yeah the concaves and the foilings gotten a little improved, but the, yep. the outlines and where the volume has was back in the eighties, yep. you know, a little bit more in front of the front foot. The, so, so board design is like you know everyone thinks they're doing something new. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I went to my dad and say, "Oh, check this out." He's like, "Yep, tried that already." Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, kid. <laughs> I'm a revolutionary. Revolutionize the world. Now, this uh, su- this subject reminds me of what Bob Marley. Sean Stussy quoted Bob Marley, in this great future, you can't forget the past, mm, right? Yeah. And every time, you know, a design comes around or comes back around, it's like, yeah, man, you you know, when you have something special and it works and you forget about it, you know, and somebody comes up with it, it's like, oh, it's already been done, you know, yeah. but it's like, yeah. You, you can't forget the past. I had someone ask me a question pretty recently, and they're like, what is your favorite board that oh. you designed yourself? Nothing from your dad. And I was like, well, that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> because everything that, I don't know, I, I know I can speak for myself, my brother, I'm sure as well, everything we do comes from him. Yeah. Yeah. That, you can't get away. He's the blueprint. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's it. I mean, even in, in the surfing shape shaper world, yeah. You you had a mentor, you had a predecessor that like came, you know showed you mm-hmm. you know the templates and the outlines, and you carried that on. And, and you know, yeah, it was so important to have that lineage like installed yeah. into the next generation. And, and I think the the uh, on top of that was was the um, the real time experience of, of not only like growing up in shaping rooms and stuff. Just you know, if you're a mechanic, you're gonna go play with your dad's wrenches. You yeah, know, so yeah, for sure playing in and out of the shaping room but like the the biggest thing is how uh witnessing my dad build boards test boards build boards for other people to test and be in the background watching that whole thing go down yeah how he's watching how he's videoing how he's breaking it down with the surfer in our living room yeah and how he's taking that back to the shaping room and and yeah. Using the learnings to fine tune exactly. Yeah, I've got the raddest, raddest sheets of paper that my dad would write. Like he called it his shaper's tree, and it literally <sighs> looked like a tree of each board. And within it is the basic measurements, you know, with twelve inches down, twelve inches up. Yeah. If it was getting more technical, two and a half inches up, six and a half inches up, two and a half inches down, six and a half inches down. And he would write notes. Okay, this worked. This didn't need to tuck the rail more here. 
on the pieces of paper. Yeah. And what's rad now is now we have like the Shape 3 and on the Akus that we can do the same thing but in real time and really visualize it. Yeah. So it's, maybe not visualize it. For us, like with computer generated design, we don't have to visualize it because it's right in front of us. Yeah. But but you need those, the, you need that hard you data. You need it. You need yeah. the, the, yeah. uh, you need the experience need and the experience the ability to to still visualize yeah. and know okay this does this this yeah. does that this is what's missing and you need to surf it to exactly. see to feel it actually work uh, absolutely right because I mean computers can only can help design it after you've proven it yeah right like yep. after you've experienced writing it and yeah. Yeah, making and, those tweaks. In. I'm the br- biggest proponent of computer design, you know, because it's the next step. It's yeah. the next thing. It, it's an, a tool for shapers to build boards. But it's just like um, music. So if you don't have a more classical background, maybe blues, uh, classical music, jazz, whatever, what you end up playing may not be like all that. Yeah. You yeah. know, but if you have a person who, comes from that background and then they develop their own style style yeah and and that's the same thing you got to have that classical training of knowing how to build a board right. from the ground up right yeah, before no, you jump onto a computer there's no yeah. shortcuts you got to learn yeah yeah there's a there's a way there's yeah. a rule there's there's hard data that's been tested <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, fine-tuning and changing and trying to, you know, make it. And, and to anyone that says otherwise about Shape 3D or, or whatever, it's a new tool. Yeah. So if you want to be a purist and really shape boards like how the Hawaiians did, you can go in the water, find a piece of coral, break that coral into an axe, chop down a tree, <laughs> chop out the section of wood, then go find a few other heads of coral that are different coarseness. <laughs> And do the do you see where I'm going? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get too much more talking <laughs> to shaping, because, I mean, dude, there's a lot to talk about, especially, you know, you being royalty of Hawaiian royalty, shaping royalty, surf, surf royalty. Uh, Let's start at the beginning, and we know who got you into surfing, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, you Some know, how, how did it happen? Where were you and all that? Bro. I was yeah. born is what that was. Yeah. <laughs> we it's the same with my brother. It's the same yeah. with my sister. We we were born into the water. There's there's pictures of of us all being pushed underwater. It was basically, hey, let's see if he can float. Oh, he can float. All right. <laughs> I mean, as as infants. Yeah. You know when when people are kind of coddling their children, keeping them away from the water. My parents are ducking us under the water. Yeah. So Akila is older than you. Yeah, he's five years older than me. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he's older. I'm better looking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who has more hair. I think uh, he had a pull back. Oh, bro, dude, he he's got way more hair. <laughs> That's the trade-off, man. And you know what's funny is back in the '90s, he or, or early '80s, late late '80s, early '90s, yeah, whatever. He was the one with the short hair, and I was the one with the long hair. Uh, so it's like role reversal. Yeah. yeah. Although I couldn't grow my hair long if I like he, wished yeah. it. He had, he had the curls out. He's got the thick curls. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He has so, pretty hair. Pretty hair. Pretty hair. <laughs> For a uh, boy. Yeah. For <laughs> so of your ankles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so you grew up obviously 
I mean, most Hawaiians, most people growing up in Hawaii, I mean, the surf, the ocean, it's part of, it's part of your it, DNA. It's, it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100% in our DNA. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, what, it's our Oahu, lineage. right? Oahu. Yeah. But I mean, dad, dad grew up in Kauai. Dad grew up in, well, and then grew up in Kauai. He was born in Kauai mm-hmm. and was there mm, probably up until just below grade school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that's where he kind of came over. Yeah. Um, but going backwards, like um, learning to surf. Yeah. It was never a learning thing. It was more of uh, a part of growing up and an instinct. And where we grew up surfing was Waikiki. Yeah. It was baby queens that's where i caught my first wave that's awesome. where my dad caught his first wave wow so that is where the duke you know made surfing popular in, in hawaii yeah waikiki is not just like a spot but yeah. a tourist destination that's that's a birth pool of, of for sure of surfing of surfing yeah man. yeah it's insane it's insane and there's lots of like you said it's not just a place it's a it's a coastline that Every hundred yards, there's a different wave. You know, there's a lot of different waves along. You know, Waikiki. Yeah. And- yeah. But yeah, look. So to to your your question, Dad was born in Kauai and 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 spent uh, probably up until his early elementary yeah. school days there. And uh, his dad was kind of out of the picture. His dad was a merchant marine, so he's kind of like raised by the uncles and you know learned how to box there, learned how to work the fields there. Um, the, the typical Hawaiian lifestyle, yeah. you know, uh, moved to Oahu, uh, and, and, and the, the mom wanted a better life for the kids, so you know, more opportunity, on more that. opportunity. Yeah. So while my dad was there, he was you know working odd end jobs to help his mom make ends meet for his siblings and the mom. So he would like still work the fields and the sugarcane fields, the pineapple fields, and shine shoes downtown, and and uh, worked as a going into middle school worked as a uh, tailor he what? made clothes that's crazy yeah that's awesome yeah and that's a sk- skill set that he, he kept to, to I can remember it clear as day every vehicle he ever owned he had a sewing kit in it because he would hem up his own shorts or whatever fix his own stuff yeah so all that comes from like like middle school high school working yeah which working as a tailor you yeah. work with people you work with templates to make clothes yeah very hands-on so the transition to making surfboards in his he was 22 ish at the time was a natural progression Hmm. because he was already used to talking to people learning about them knowing uh visualizing seeing what's going to fit them and then taking the templates and building how funny so he didn't start shaping until 22 oh bro he, was, he didn't start surfing until 1964 Dang. kidding no he was he's working he he was his his whole whole thing in in elementary school middle school was um swimming so that's where the duke comes into the thing so yeah. when the family moved to uh, Oahu to Palama Settlement. Palama Settlement had this this uh, pool, and every I'm gonna spit out a day uh, a day, and I'm pretty sure it's right. Every Thursday they would drain the pool down so far. My dad, afraid of the water, <laughs> snuck in there to teach himself how to swim. Oh, wow. wow! He eventually got caught, and the person that ran the place said, "Hey, 
you know, I'm not going to, you know, get you in trouble. I tell you what, you can work it off. Damn. So he ended up, like, working around the area as a kid, you know, and he was allowed entry into the pool. And this guy became his swim coach there mm. at Palama Settlement. He, he ended up becoming, like, like an all-American swimmer in middle school and high school. Your dad? Yes. Wow. And that is where he met the Duke, because the Duke would always go to the local competitions. And, of course, to every Hawaiian boy, when the Duke was there, yeah, oh. He's yeah. a legend. Well, it, it's like kind of like Kelly Slater yeah. going to an NSSA contest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when the he's Duke was spot there, the talent, he's going to like... Exactly. He's going to increase everybody's competitiveness. I mean, if you know he's there, you're going to swim extra fast. Yeah. Exactly. So he ended up Show like off. talking to my dad <laughs> and giving him pointers and stuff like that. So he became my dad's mentor. Wow. Crazy. That is so insane. But yes, at this point, still wasn't surfing. Yeah. In high school, he was into football. And yeah, because your dad's a big guy. Big, stocky guy. Linebacker, all-American football player. Yeah. Semi-pro after high school. Was on the path to play pro football. Damn. But he got injured. Mm. So once he got injured, he ended up getting a union job on the docks. This is almost like, like a movie. You yeah. Know, yeah. As, you're, as, you're, as I'm talking about this. and Longshoreman? The, the, like, the longshoreman. Yeah. Like the, the pathway of like... Could have been greatness, but then you know that yeah. that that road Set that door s- closes, and then you go over here. And then, I mean, yeah. he's oh, more to the point of here's a man who is is one of the biggest figures in surf history for sure. And the Duke his path it. his path wasn't even surfing. Yeah, it was football. Yeah, you know. So uh, he got injured. Was working that longshoreman job, and long story short. One afternoon, his cousin and him were working, uh, walking Waikiki. And I swear, this is how he tells me. It sounds like a, a Bible story almost. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, a surfboard washed ashore. I'm like, so it just randomly appeared? He's like, yes, it randomly appeared. I'm like, okay. He said, my cousin took it out, caught the first wave, fell off. So I swam out, got the board, paddled out, turned around, caught the first wave, fell in love. Done. And I mean, never touched the board. Never touched the board. He was in love. Growing up on Oahu. Growing up on Oahu. Walking that stretch of beach many, many times over the years. Yeah. And he's in his 20s, He's finally. in his 20s. And a board washed up. Yeah. <laughs> so here's how heavy this gets. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the, so, the, the, that's insane, <clears throat> insane, but the it just takes one wave. Like yeah. I wanted to point out. Like he caught the one wave and it was it's done. Your, your life's yeah. changed forever. That's but, how... The, like crazy surfing is. Well, is. I mean, Ben Ipa, everyone knows who Ben Ipa is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, but does anybody know that Ben Ipa didn't start surfing until in his 20s? Because you, I mean, a guy like Ben Ipa, who is one of the greatest yeah. people greatest. in surfing, yeah. you wouldn't think that. And I'm, being, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, let's, let's, I'm, I'm already blown. Blow your mind. So, uh, he falls in love with it, and he's surfing Sand Island not too long after this. And he ends up getting falling off way of getting into an altercation with a local out there. <laughs> and my dad beats him up. <laughs> His name's Joe Koala. And they actually became close friends really fast. But my dad was like, hey, you know what? In a year, I'm going to be better than you. So he, he called this his 365-day challenge. When he surfed every spot from Diamond Head to Alamana Bowls, 365 days that first year. And not only 
surf it. But every spot, he would put the goggles on, the swimming goggles, dive the reef, understand his playground, his his playing field, because he's a football player. Don't forget, he needs to know what he's playing on. 365 days go by. And, okay, so that's 1965. Okay. Dang. You'll see pictures where he's carrying a strike board. And you'll probably see all these other famous pictures where there's all these guys, you know, Buffalo, Paul Straw, all these guys standing at Makaha with big numbers on their shirts. 1965 Makaha Invitational. And he was in it. He was in it. After one year. One year of surfing. <laughs> That'd be like like someone starting surfing and being invited to surf the U.S. Right. Open. Yeah. In a nuts. Year. That's so nuts. Here, let's take this one more level. Okay. 1966, no Hawaiian-blooded competitors in the Duke Kahanamoku Invitational. Biggest surf contest on the North Shore, sunset. My dad and Eddie Aikau paddle out during the contest in protest and surf during the heats, taking off, taking off further out, deeper to make a statement to say, hey, this is our backyard. We yeah. deserve to compete here. Definitely. They came in. The Duke was there. He's like, hey, you know what? You boys are competing next year. So next year they were invited to the Duke Kahanamoku Invitational. That's crazy. The biggest surf contest at the time. Three years after starting surfing. Wow. <laughs> you know what's crazy? How you... I mean, you hear these stories and I know these stories, but like... I've never when heard these when, stories. This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about how... The smartest, the best surfers, right? Some of the are best super surfers, intelligent. yeah. And some of the best athletes are intelligent, mm -hmm. and they really be. work at, you know, their craft. Yeah. And what, what you just explained about your dad, you know, kind of proves that point. You know, like he's a smart guy who knows how to work and study his craft to get better at it. Yeah, and make that commitment. Yeah, yeah. make the. Commitment. I can't believe that I we just uh, for me um this is a history lesson of one yeah. of the greatest surfers and shapers in the world. Yeah, he didn't start surfing until he's in his twenties. Lennon, not shaping. Lennon, I don't know how old you are. You're like way old. You still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so what's so you're saying? Hey, Three sixty five challenge, Lennon. No, I'm just kidding. But what's trippy is that same year, 1964, he started shaping that same year. Tail end of it. Yep. And he started shaping for that guy that he beat up. <laughs> no way, Joe Koala. Koala. Yeah. Koala? Yeah. He. Uh, he told my dad, I was like, hey, you know what? I need help shaping boards. And my dad's like, ah, I don't do that. I, I can't make boards. I, yeah. I don't do that. And the guy's like, ah, just try. I've got some blanks here. Just come see what you can do. And my, yeah. my dad refused. So uh, Joe was persistent. And my dad said, hey, you know what? Okay, I'll come down and I'll see what I can do. So Joe kind of walked him through the basics and then said, hey, here's the tools. Go, go to town. Uh, my dad said it took him 10 hours to shape his first board. But when Joe came back in, he looked at the board. He looked at my dad. He's like, you've never shaped a board before? <laughs> wow. But, you know, again, going back, he had the experience as a tailor using templates. So 
But I mean, in the end, I mean, he said, just started surfing. Yeah. So how much do you know about making a board? Yeah. If you just started surfing, it's ingrained in you. It's 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 in your bloodline. There's a picture of a Hawaiian uh, 1890s era uh, with the alaya behind his back. Yeah. You probably know it. Diamond yeah. in the background. He's wearing like yep ripped up like yep. loincloth, right? That's my yeah. great 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 grandfather. Shut the fuck up. What? Wow. Wow. Bloodline. You did not go to Walmart and buy a board back then. Bloodline. That is so nuts. Board building has been in our blood. We and, yeah, that thing's famous. That photo is oh, everywhere. Sure. Definitely. We're gonna, and that lineage. We're I, gonna I mean, launch that this episode with that photo. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's crazy. Like you're, you know, like he, you know, like you. You had no choice. Like you were just. Dad was infused in the surf culture and shaping and surfing when you guys were born obviously mm-hmm. like he didn't have that growing up like yeah, dad yeah. was kind of out of the picture yeah. you know and kind of he had to find his own way through all these other avenues a and, true testament that yeah. your 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 situation where you come from you know it, it doesn't determine what you can become yeah you know? for sure but it's funny you say that and and i agree with it because yeah i mean he was walking down Waikiki and a board washed up and it was over. It was this whole life changed. But that's so mind blowing too that for, you know, uh, his teenager and young adulthood, I mean, surfing was big in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure everybody he knew surfed in Hawaii. Yeah. And it never really, he was more of a jock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. He's, he's more a of a jock. He's a yeah. full athlete. Hundred percent, and that's where the the coaching came into play with surfing. Yeah, he yeah. he's people have called him like the first real surf coach. Yeah, that took strategy into the lineup. Yeah, they didn't yeah. used to be that. No, it was strategy. Dude, they were smoking cigarettes and drinking beers. Ah, 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 yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> I know they did a lot of that and other stuff. But it's just fascinating that like you know, there's definitely. <clears throat> You know, people that are ingrained in surf, and you would think that, like, oh, Ipa, you know, bit, oh, that was, you know, he was just groomed, and he wasn't. He yeah. just, like, he groomed himself. He had all these other things to pull from, from seamstress to football to all these other things, and it, you know, it finally eventually, like, yeah. came, to came a, together. It came together. Like, this is but crazy. But the story is about Duke Ipa. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to Duke Ipa. Oh, yeah. Okay. First. Well, you can't have the story without no, where it comes I from. Know. So we're, <laughs> honestly, dude, I love, I love that you brought yeah, We're going to go back and forth. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about the great Ben Ipa. Yeah. But, I mean, we got to get some Duke. Yeah, man. Yeah, I well, I tried to run as far away as I could from it. Did yeah. you really? I did. It's like having Elvis Presley as your dad. It was annoying. Yeah. Oh, Ben Ipa. But your brother, oh, was, your brother was super into surfing too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And he, he was five years older than you. Five years older than me. He, you know, he stuck with it. He went on the tour and everything. I had zero interest in doing that. I wanted to go the total opposite direction and be did, a rock star. Did you... Okay. But <laughs> no, I didn't become a rock star. <laughs> surfing, though, you... You were following in your brother's footsteps a little bit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did was, you ever surf contests? I was contest? hot on my brother's heels. Yeah, yeah. Because really? that's what little brothers do, right? That's yeah. right. Make that bigger brother sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, first surf 
day? Like, at what age? Oh, like, bro, I was a three, toddler. Four, yeah, I was a toddler. Two. I, I grew up on a board. Like, my first contest I was, gliding. I remember is I was four years old. The Hollywood <laughs> Menoni contest. I was four. <laughs> the reason why I remember it, I put my head in the whitewash, thought I got barreled, and my dad said, Linda's that still and I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, he only gets barreled at Kelly, Way- Kelly Slater's Wayful now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. I, I, there's, oh, but that's, they do, they have, that, they have that? the dad, the dad pushing, or the parent well, pushing. No, no parent pushing. Oh my gosh, at four, just, yes. go. Go. Woo. Yes. Push-ins. <laughs> so oh my Canoa Dolan was, was in that heat. The uh, the professional longboarder. I don't mm. know if you remember him. But, uh, who else was in there? Oh, God, I can't Rock. remember his name. I'll Long think of Perkins? it at some point. No, 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 no. Howley guy. He has a place down in Southern California. Oh, it'll come to me. Yeah, yeah. So... He won. He won, and he makes sure to tell me he like he won that heat over and over and over. <laughs> Not Laird Hamilton. Right. Wait, you were you were three years older. I was four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although my head dip should have counted. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. how was how was the like you know what board were you on and like what probably what was it my dad's? Yeah. <laughs> Did you start off on long boards and then progress uh, to short boards? Or? Well, my first board. Was a six, eight, mini tanker. Nice. It was literally a mini, uh, a longboard scaled down to six eight. He gave it to me. My dad gave it to me on my first birthday. It has a Winnie the Pooh that my mom painted on it with my name and a red balloon. Sick. He used to rip Waikiki in that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that shady. Waikiki. Oh, uh, baby queens. That was where I grew up surfing, no doubt. But if I could deem a home break. It would be Alamoana Bulls on the south side and Haleiwa on the north side. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Makaha whenever we were ever to uh, creep over to the west side. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> how, how was it growing up with a dad like that and a brother that... Your brother was ripping early on too, right? Well, yeah. And, and you know, uh, uh, for me, surfing when I was a kid, um, I wanted to... Be as good as my brother yeah so it pushed me to try harder um lots of things come natural to me I mean, surfing was definitely one of them uh you know we had that age difference so yeah not, yeah he had five year head start that's, regardless yeah that's um, big when you're a kid but he's always my brother's been an inspiration for me as a as a grom going up i mean like even like when i would get like team stickers to put on my board I sucked putting them on there when I was a kid. I always got bubbles on it. Yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, Keila, can you put the stickers on my board, please?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, all, "I know the, I know the angle. I know how it's gonna fit yeah. perfect. I, I got this." Yeah, and he, he was a good big brother. You know, he 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 would. I remember him helping me with like uh, this race car that I was making for Boy Scouts and stuff like that. Um, and oh boy, and then the whole momentum generation thing comes along. Yeah. So here I am. Five years younger, and I'm watching these guys do all this stuff, and I'm like, like, oh, rad! 
These guys are but what was even cooler was when they would come to the house with the girls that they had around them. Because <laughs> we had, me and my brother had the whole downstairs of our house. We had our old entrance, everything. Oh, dude. So, like, Bachelors. I'd, be, I'd be asleep for school and I, I hear the door open and I see, like, okay, one girl, two girls, three girl, four girl. Holy moly. So, wait, is he like <laughs> 18? He's like 18. He was, he was like 18 at the time. Yeah. Like 17, 18. And you were like 11 or 12? Five years different, so 13. 13, yeah. yeah. Old enough to know what's up. Yeah. All right, who's the player who brought him back? Oh, shit, 13? Oh, I remember. He took me to my first strip club when I was 13. Uh, Honey's Place, never forget that. Uh, thanks, Akilah. Uh, he took me to my first New Year's Eve party uh, at Jack's house, and I, I think I was showing Kelly how to play a Metallica song on my guitar. Yeah. I vaguely remember that because that's the first night I had vodka. <laughs> <laughs> House parties. Oh, bro, that hangover sucked. <laughs> so bad, but that party was epic. Well, you don't get hangovers with this Ashland. Oh! Sounds amazing. Tastes amazing. That just sounded crisp. Yeah. So, yeah, that must have been pretty cool having a big brother like that who was in the mix of professional surfing it was and, and, and again I mean it was cool but it was normal yeah yeah. Th- it this felt is, normal you this is what we grew up it. with I yeah. mean, we, I mean we, we, your we, dad was coaching before the momentum like Gerlach and, and um, Kaipo and yeah well yeah Kaipo and Sunny and dude every, yeah, the I mean there's like, so many questions to ask you about your dad because your dad is oh, we can like always do said, another one sometime yeah we'll do another we one we can call too. it the Benipa sessions yeah <laughs> but I mean, you know, you you grew up in a surfing household, yeah. you know, and it, everything was normal. I mean, like so. And my my son is very much the same. Yeah, you know, he's grew up around surfing, and he when he met Kelly, he's like, hey, what's up? You yeah. Know? So like for most kids, if they meet Kelly, like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, we, we talk, I, I still do that. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> well, we talk about like the magazines back in the day, or you know, the the larger in life personalities and the, and the yeah. forefront and the, like the stars of our sport and you know culture and surf industry, whatever you want to call it. And Tom Curran's God. And in and, and you would you would see these and, and then you know different people we've interviewed that have a similar situation where it was this that's that was brought up the way that it was just normal to see all these people. Yeah. And here you are, like, oh yeah, like that guy in the magazine, you know, because I'm sure you're at school, you're you're associating yourself with other people, and you're like, yeah, I see that guy all the time. Oh yeah, he's over at the house. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he's it was like normal. uncle. Yeah, he's now uncle. Yeah, oh uncles. Yeah, yeah, like that's special. Oh, Uncle Tommy Curran, how's yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> dude, Tommy, like, I mean, Mister Mister Cool, the blueprint. Yeah, right, we'll talk. That's another blueprint right there. That's that's the person that my dad like based a lot of his coaching off of. If, really? If he was coaching someone, he would point to Tom Curran, point to Tom Curran, point to Tom Curran. Yeah. And then Kelly came along, and then Dad was pointing at Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> very few of those types of people that are just that. So going back to Duke. Yeah. So you 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 were getting good at surfing. You were doing yeah. contests. Yeah. Did you and you got sponsored. I got sponsored. I was sponsored by Gotcha for a, a stretch, nice. by Instinct for a little bit. Nice. Uh, town and Country, you know. And, and of course, that's the dad 
<laughs> Dad was my biggest sponsor. I'm sure so, everybody's going to want to ask. Bro, I had to beg him for boards, though. Yeah, that's what, that was my question. Is everybody thinks like, oh, you're a son of a, a, a shaper that you just you just get a new board every week? No, yeah. it's never the case, no. right? Like, no, I I would ask him for a board. He'd be like, well, what's wrong with the one you have? And I was like, nothing. It works great. He's like, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> But he did also like like if he was working on something new or whatever like yeah. I especially remember like in the town and country days where he like kind of brought back the uh, the mini longboards and was making some performance miniature longboards. So I remember testing those at, at Hollywood. So he would do that from time to time. But yeah. as far as like making me a board, maybe a birthday or so, but never like every birthday or every Christmas. Uh, I, however made my son way too many boards <laughs> in yeah. fact I asked him now I was like hey how's your board do you need another board he's like no this one's fine I'm like yeah. well, but you don't need another board I'm like you sure <laughs> hey, he, he blew up a couple waves this morning yeah yeah nice yeah was um it's that dark art surfboard. It, it, it was. It was all. It was all. all and I was asking on this one. What was like, your man. Uh, What was your preference, shortboard or longboarding? Oh, that's difficult because when we rolled up to the beach, my dad's van had everything <laughs> in it. That's and that's back then. That's not normal, you know. Like because yeah. that's a that's luxury. Like yeah. today, now it's more normal because everybody's adding to their quiver to yeah. you know right. kind of diversify their. Well, here's the thing is that we learned on everything, you know, long boards, thruster long boards, single fin long boards, short boards, twins, quads, you name it, we were on it. Today's kids are stuck on thrusters. There's this one kid uh, uh, here in HB, and his dad ordered uh, one of my dark horse boards, performance quad, and he laughed at his dad for ordering a quad. So I asked him, I was like, hey, what what do you think is wrong with a quad? Oh, four fins, oh, like, where do you think your, your three fins came from? Yeah. Like, your three fins came from a, a single fin. Yeah. yeah. I, I said, okay, let's let's draw this back. Do you think that you would be a better surfer if you could surf a single fin, a twin fin, a quad, and a thruster? Would you be better? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how many of your friends do you think do that? He's like, none of them. I was like, so it would be an advantage to you to surf everything? He's like, yeah. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a that's a great point because, you know, there's so many different weight. You know, surfing's like a ballerina on a surf. You know, like you're just, it's so sensitive. The weight transfer, you know, the timing, the speed. Like, you know, to be able to, like, understand that. Is, to get really good at surfing, you have to practice really hard. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be open minded too. Yeah, you know, open minded and like you said, go through because all those dis- it's a discipline, right? Mm. Single fin is a discipline. Twin fin is a discipline. A thruster is a discipline. All those factors help you become a better surfer. It's yeah. just like martial, martial arts, arts. Yeah. 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 right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Smooth out your style, timing. You know, like. Line, you know, like drawing out your line, everything, you know, yeah. makes your mind think different, you know, and it might, you know, it's, and then the mind and the sensitivity of how your body reacts and yeah, the more you could. Makes you a complete surfer. Yeah, complete. Yeah. And that's, like, like you said, a lot of kids are missing because they're, 
some running some down the, line and flicking. Some yeah. of the people that have the best smoothest styles, they start off on the longboard, hmm. right? Because they they're just smoother. Yep. And they're more powerful. Yep. And you know when, when they go on the shortboards, they're a little bit more on rail and and smooth, yep. right? They're not all erratic, you yeah. Because they know how to generate speed with more elegance. Yep, absolutely. Right. And when you speak about elegance, that's a huge part of why my dad um, used Tom Curran yes. and Kelly Slater mm-hmm. as examples to the people he worked with because they were the complete package. They had the style. They had the performance. They had the explosion when it needed to be explosion. Yeah. They were interesting to watch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of people don't fit that criteria. Like so, you said, pump down the line, bap. Yeah, pump down the line. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of ways to approach a wave, and 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 the best are the ones that are unpredictable, yeah. almost. You know, there's guys where you're like, oh, that guy's so smooth, but you know he's just going to go... Mechanical. Mechanical, oh, yeah. the routine. And, and the ones that can do that, but then throw in the unexpected... Yeah, they're the ones that are... I mean, Tom watch. Kern was doing whitewater laybacks, and, like, I mean, pumping and, like... And Did you see the head snap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of that for sure. <laughs> style. Bro, style is everything. I mean, it was. Joel Tudor, yeah. style for miles. And oh. what's amazing about watching that dude surf is, and I can speak personally, is if I want to wave open face, I want to be like, smash, smash, smash. But he's like just cruising through it, you know, and finding his moments. And, and he's like zen yeah. in it. Oh, for sure. And, bro, our, our sport is so, <laughs> duh, water fluid. Yeah. Ugh. Love watching that guy, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And, like you said, it's just fluid. And then the way, I mean, if anybody that hasn't surfed a longboard, you can't judge somebody that's like, oh, that looks so easy. That looks so, like, uh, until you go do it. Oh, bro. It changes your perception on, yeah. like, Ooh. how talented and difficult and everything it takes yeah. to maneuver that board Absolutely. like it's crazy dude Chandler did it right <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how Rick Kane got so good dude Chandler Chandler made worked his sp- way down the, through the quiver <laughs> through the board once you master that board you go to this board bro brought a series no Bethany did that yeah, yeah. worked on the bigger boards until she could get back to her shortboard. Yeah. Yeah. Master. Master. Yeah. That's I'll so stay. cool. So going back to yeah. you. Woo! This guy Duke. Did you the did Duke. you um did you compete in longboarding and shortboarding? Yeah, or? everything. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Did you have successes or Yeah. Amateur successes? Totally. Yeah. You know, but I was a person that wanted to do everything. You know, soccer. Martial arts, figure skating, <laughs> what hockey? Really? Yes. I mean, I could see you being a hockey player, but not a figure skater. Bro, here's the thing: my sister started taking figure skating lessons, and yes, there was an ice skating rink in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> ice Palace Hawaii yeah. sponsor the show. What tripped me out is I went to watch her, and, and granted, the first experience I had there, I bonked my head and, and got a concussion. I was like, forget this. 
But once she got into it, I'm going to watch her like do a show or a competition or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's one girl, there's two girls, there's three girls, there's four girls, there's five. Oh my God, oh, there's so many girls and leotards. <laughs> Holy shit. So I'm going to go. skating. Yeah, yeah, that's epic. And then, so that was the motivation. That was the motivation. But once I got into it, that is probably one of the most challenging things you could ever do. So you tried figure skating. I got into it, bro. I got I got into it. I trained. I got junior Olympic level. Shut the front door. I did. I was doing all those jumps and spins. Got to triple do axel? Do you have a song? Triple yeah. axel, quadruple tolu. Oh my quadru- god. Bro, please show me some footage. I got It's like playing the accordion show. though. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like All the bagpipes. <laughs> yeah. I love Jonathan Davis. That is so nuts. You were doing Yep. You were Dude. a ballerina on so, that. So check it out. This 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 is where everything is so connected. Yeah. Brad Gerlach. No. Brad Gerlach, the Gerbevel on the board. Yeah. So the 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 Gerbevel <laughs> is a thruster yep. that both Brad and my dad brainstormed of in the shaping room. The inspiration came from Brad seeing me ice skate, saying, "Hey, could we do something like an ice skating blade on the rail?" Wow. And my dad was like, "Well, you know what? I this already, is a true story. This dude. is freaking true." <laughs> Brad, you need to call and, and yeah. tell him that this is true. So, Brad said, Ben, can we do something like a performance figure skating blade on the rail? So, so it bites and it's... So it's yeah. Bites. Yeah. Because with the, the, the figure skating blades, they have deep concaves in them for yeah. the ability to spin and to get in a position to be able to jump, rotate, and land and come out of it. So... My dad and Brad brainstormed in the shaping room, came up with a gerb bevel, which is essentially a thruster with a beveled rail or chine rail, like yep. you guys call it in the mainland. We call it a beveled rail in Hawaii. But a bevel is a kind of more of an abrupt rail, hard angle. Yeah. And when it came down towards the center, from the center back, it started to get a concave inside of the bevel. When you got about, oh, I'm going to say... 16 inches up from the forward fin, the concave got really pronounced. I'm talking, you could like, it looks weird if you're looking at this board and they're like, why is there a concave in the rail? Yeah. It's strange. And it ended up blending out to where the back of the forward fin ends is where the bevel stopped. And then it had a standard transition to a tail. So you're saying the bevel rail, the Gerr bevel, is. From him watching you figure skating. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past because Gur is one of the most articulate, like, you know, like... Outside like, of the box thinker. Yeah. Layer peeling, like, I'm going to just <laughs> blow your mind and, you know, get down to the freaking center of whatever. He's yeah. not scared to push. No, he's not. And your dad and him, I mean, I mean, what a great combo, yeah. you know, to have. I mean, it helps... Yeah, I mean, what a, that's, that's a rail I use today. I still make that. That is crazy. Though. I know, Brad, I still owe you a modern version. I wish we were going to do it in dark arts. Dark arts. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, Robert August was like my first like real sponsor, and he had a, they called it the hook wing, I think. Hook wing. Uh-huh. And, you know, just s- similar concept, but 
it, there was no chimed or beveled, you know, rail. It was just a kind of <clears throat> traditional rail. But just before the, on the bottom, it, it like, you know. It hooked. It hooked. Yeah. 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 It had like a little concave, extra concave until the, the hooked wing right before the two front fins and stuff. Yeah. And hooked I mean, I, bar- I could barely surf. I was going straight, but I thought it looked cool. Came from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, Ben Ipa, did that first. <laughs> it came, I, I'm sure. Dude, that is so hooked crazy rail. though. Yeah. Hooked rail. Yep. But obviously it was, it was seen, it was it was recorded and people performed on it. So yeah. other, you know, like it was not in. Well, a, everyone, you know, is going to rip off your idea. For sure. Do an interpretation of it. Yeah. I remember Ed Sakel, like he did a lot of Stinger Bever rails back in the day. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I wrote a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who didn't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which his son's in the same shape or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, the Gerbevel came from a figure skating, ice skating. Blade from ice skating. <laughs> and like I said, I wanted to do everything. Yeah, your dad so is you Ben Ipa, and he yeah, hockey. hockey came because a hockey player made fun of me figure skating. Right, so I'm gonna I was like, you up. I got you, bro. Do you can you not see how big I am? Yeah, I will knock you on your ass. Yeah, and I can skate better than you. Exactly, yeah. and that's exactly what happened. Put the hockey skates on, put the pads on, yeah. singled him out, and yeah. floored this fucker. Yeah. This is, yeah. Wait, we get to put on pads and get to hit and, fu- and oh, fights like bro. part of the game? Oh, like, this is So did, oh, did you figure so skate hard. for a long time? Uh, up until I was like 16-ish. Yeah. Right. You got really good at it. I got really good. So junior Olympic. Junior, junior Olympic training. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay, so then, then what else? Was new I was still surfing, you know. Oh, surfing was, yeah. was always a part of it, you know. But it's me yeah. trying other things because again, my dad's Ben Ipa. Yeah, and it's annoying that he's Ben Ipa because everyone's like, oh, Ben Ipa. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, he's my dad. He yeah, goes to work. He comes home. I barely get to see him. Yeah, but yeah, he's my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, everything is perspective. It is, and, and you I don't, yeah, now. you don't get the treatment that probably some of the other writers and athletes that were very beneficial to the business and For like sure. a, you know, like you weren't getting the same same treatment. So it's like, yeah, that's dad's work, and that's dad's, you know, those are, yep. it's, it's a separate, you know, yeah. so definitely I, a weird I, dynamic. I essentially wanted to be a, a me version of, you know, not that, yeah, you know, but you know, that is a part of, you know, me, yeah. Uh, yeah, it inspired you to be greatness no matter what you did, you know, like, mm. for sure, you know? And you partially like his story where, yeah. you know, he wasn't a surfer. Yeah. And he did all these other things and then it all became a legend. Yeah. yeah. So when did you get into music? Oh, that, that came around the same time as the whole figure skating thing. You're like, wait, I could serenade girls and they're into me? <laughs> I tell you what, you learn how to play the theme from Top Gun? <laughs> Oh, you can land some. <laughs> no, I go to the music like we, we, we know the motivation over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I'm gonna surf good, so I can. Yeah. Don't ask me how many kids I have. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like around the same time you said six. Yeah, around the same time. You know, I was thirteen. Uh, and a lot of this came because my brother, uh, he introduced me to. The new newer music of the time, you know, yeah. Run DMC, BC Boys, TSOL, Metallica, Motley Crue. Oh, uh, I, 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 
good mix of rad music. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this stuff's metal. Yeah. So, I, and I ended up like being friends with dudes that played music. So, I, the natural thing was just to go hang out and play music. And that. What did you play? I play guitar. Uh, I mainly sing, but my, I started out playing guitar. Uh, but once I got into music, my sister got into music too. She got a drum set. I got a guitar. We got a bass. We had to soundproof the room. So dad like, was like, play it. That sounds like a traffic accident. <laughs> soundproof your room. <laughs> what was, yeah. What was the, the, yeah, the family bands? Like, I mean, you guys could have gone huge. Oh, yeah. We could have been big. Like the Partridge family. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the <Hansons. laughs> The Ipas. I, I, think, I, think, I think my brother can like play ukulele. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. He maybe we can do something. Yeah. In Mexico. Legendary. Yeah. America's got talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hawaiians got talent. Yeah. Hawaiians got talent. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So music became a thing, and you know, um, my parents. Um, and did you pick it up pretty quick? Like you yeah. got super, super quick. Yeah. And once my my mom recognized us, totally into it. She. Got me super supportive like hey super. like what do you yeah what do you, what, what do you want yeah. like get whatever guitar, guitar lessons the guitar whatever whatever yeah sweet so i totally got into it and um my parents ended up getting a divorce when i was like 17 uh so at the time i was like you know what as soon as i turned 18 i'm over this place i'm gonna go somewhere and play music so i ended up uh when i turned 18 flying here and with a, a guitar player friend of mine, and we kind of did the whole throw the dart at the map thing, and it landed on Fort Collins, Colorado. Dang. So we drove there. College town was super rad, but we're like 18 and no credit, so can't get a place to live. So we're living in the back of my 1987 Honda Civic, lowered with a spoiler, tinted windows. Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hey, that tint's illegal here in Colorado. <laughs> Wait a second. So, you and a friend, yeah, and he's from Hawaii too. Yep. Decided to move to the U.S. Yeah. No. I mean mainland. Yeah, Colorado. I know, but <laughs> but why Colorado? You we, literally we, threw a dart. We threw a dart at the Atlas. Okay, That's what were you wanting to do over here? Start a band. Start a band. Start a band. And be make, a rock star. But. What about like, about hey, that. LA is where people go. The music industry is right. LA. At that time, it was is more shifting. Like East Coast really had a, a scene that was popping. Okay, but we still just did the throw at the dart thing. Just go try it out because it was a thing. I don't know. We just so said, wait, hey, let's did throw you the have the map? Did you save up money? Did you have a we job? Did. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I saved up. Yeah. What'd you do for work? Is yeah, what was your first job besides probably? I worked at the ice skating, skating rink. Shut no. the front door. Doing what, bro? Spray, spraying out the at, at first like handing out shoes. skates, <laughs> then working at the snack bar. Then I was one of the skate guards that walked over, like you know, skated around the yeah. skate and watched. Too close. Everybody's like, too close. Slow down, yeah. bro. You want to talk about a way to pick up chicks? <laughs> Being a skate guard in an ice skating rink in Hawaii. <laughs> and then the next step was I became the DJ. Uh oh, <laughs> DJ at the ice rink. <laughs> Up next, oh. they got the hokey pokey. This one's for the ladies. <laughs> hey, it's a slow dance, and the disco ball turns down, and the lights go out. Oh, oh my oh gosh. God! What a time! What is that? that was. Shake, shake what your mama gave you. That was shake epic. what your mama gave you. Yeah, bro. So. Ice skating, make some, you know, make, make yeah, make some money. Yeah, 
Pull Take some chicks. ladies. <laughs> you're 18. Yeah. And then... Here, a here, man, throw a dart. Fort Collins, Colorado. No one would pl- rent us a place to live, so... My guitar was like, oh, bro, I can't live in this car anymore. I'm going home. So I sent him back home. And then I was like, hmm, I could either drive back to California where I have family on my mom's side. Oh, I've never been to the East Coast. Let's go. So I drove to the East Coast and hooked up with a friend that was there, stayed there, got a job framing houses, and from there joined band one, band two, band three, and (laughs) had a freaking fun run man i was playing shows from like new york new jersey uh, uh northern virginia uh north carolina what kind, what kind of genre like what music oh yeah yeah <laughs> my dad would call it traffic music or traffic accident music but it was uh it was like corn <laughs> deftones yeah pretty heavy in my ear so this is like what what, what, what is that called it's kind of like... It's like ballad rock or something? Ballad rock? No? I think it eventually became new metal, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you call it. Because it's like weird, bro, right? It's like, like, bro, there's pictures out there with my hair down to my waist in dreads. <laughs> <laughs> it's like goth kind of weird it, ballad rock, isn't it? You know what? what the hell is ballad rock? I don't know. I'm making it up. Yeah, you're making some up. But uh, I, I know what, <clears throat> yeah, corn, I mean. Corn, Deftones, tools, yeah. heavy stuff at yeah. the time. Uh, that's yeah. So you didn't know these guys. You just kept joining different bands. Yeah, different bands. And were you surfing? And you were singing. Were you the no, singer? no surfing. That bro, that place sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you know, it's funny because I make boards for guys in New York and in, in North Carolina and, and New Hampshire, all over the place on the East Coast now. And I'm like, bro, where where is where are all these spots when I was there? In, yeah, in you know the DC area, like. Yeah. <laughs> The only time I got to surf was when I came home. Yeah. Every. So go so, back. Go back to surf for a second. So you you got you're you're living in Hawaii, which is like most people travel to go get good waves. Like you you live where there's good waves. Yep. Like pretty much all year round because yeah. it's all it's in the middle of you know yep. Pacific Ocean. Where like your dad's traveling as a coach, he's going probably shape around. Are you? What's the first like out of Hawaii trip? Surf trip. Like surf trip. Oh. Bro, you know, we didn't really have to go on surf Well, trips. that's what I, I know. It, we, there was never, like, a need to go anywhere because we had it all. But yeah. I'm sure Dad's like, hey, I got to go to California to coach <clears throat> or I'm going to go to like, I hated California because wetsuits sucked ass. They were so suck. stiff back then. Yeah, you got rash everywhere, man. Bro, I, ugh. I tell my kid. I'm so, like, you're complaining about wetsuits today? Trestles, like, guys just want to freaking, like, 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 yell at you and launch their board at you. Oh, I got a good one for you. But your dad was oh. doing quite a, Wait, a lot of international travel. Let, let him tell us. Yeah, I got a good one for you. Trestles, I think I was probably eight years old at the time. Um, my dad got done surfing, and he was just watching me from the beach. So I came in, and I was crying. And my dad was like, what's wrong? Hey, boy, what's wrong? <laughs> I was like, this guy, he launched his board at me, and he dinged my board, and he yelled at me. He's like. Who the guy? What did you do? <laughs> I was like, I didn't do anything. I was up first, you know. And he's like, okay. So this sure guy comes in, and he knows my dad. Just knows of him. And my dad's like, hey, come here, come here. And I'm behind him because I'm eight and I'm scared. 
And then I kind of like peek around him and the guy, as he's walking towards it, my dad, I can see his face go, oh shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope Pops popped the fins out. Oh, wait, oh, this is where it goes. So my dad was like, hey, uh, see so ding my son's board and you yelled at him, huh? He's like, I'm gonna give you a choice. <laughs> your fins or your face. Yes. <laughs> and the guy was like, what? What, what? what do you mean? And my dad was like, I'll show you. So he grabbed the board out of the guy's head, whopped his fins off, threw the guy's board on the ground, grabbed my board, flipped it upside down nose first, and jammed it right through the center of it. Picked up the board and handed it back to him. And said, <laughs> Could have been your fins. Have a good day. <laughs> Dude, that so that's, that's a legend right there, oh, dude. But that was how it was done back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, an eight-year-old, like, yeah, you shouldn't should be yelling at an eight-year-old. Nope. Nope. No. And even if they, you know. At least not Ben Life was eight-year-old. No, and especially not Ben <laughs> yeah, Especially. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget You that. picked on the wrong eight-year-old. You might born and not your face. All right, so going back to you. Oofa. On the East Coast. Yep, East Coast. You, you, are you, was the band's band successful at all? Yeah, in minor successes. Never went to the point of where I'm making a living off yeah. of it, but definitely got to a point where, wow, I'm playing in front of like thousands of people. This wow. is freaking rad. And yeah, you're a singer? You're the lead the singer. singer. Um, but, you know, you can't. Sometimes that's not your path. Yeah. yeah. And lots of the times, all the time, you can't really decide what it is that you want to do because your path, your path is predetermined. Yeah. No matter which way you try to go. I tried to go left turn at Albuquerque and ended up right back in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. And, that, and, and I, I feel like as you get older, you, you know, in retrospect, you start understanding like, you know, you fight it, you fight, you know, you fight your path yeah. or whatever, or you, you just take risks and you go and you end up live going your, where you're meant to li- Live your life. You That's know? it. You know, you, yeah. How long did you do that? Oh, man. The band. Number of years. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, what, I mean, you weren't making a lot of money. No. You was framing. So what were you doing? doing framing I, and... I, I actually got uh, into underground construction and got a career in project management. Was a project manager for underground construction companies. You put your hair up in a bun and Bro, put it under exactly. the hat. <laughs> at some point, I, at some point, I had to cut it. But yeah, I did that, and and it got to a point where um, perspective. I talk about being annoyed that my dad was who he was when I was younger. It's true, you know. People were idolizing him. People were all over him, and it was. A thing when people are like, oh, you're Ben Ipa's son. I'm like, oh, I'm Duke. Yeah. So that was a big part of me trying to figure out who I was. Yeah. But I, I know who I am. Yeah. I am the son of Ben Ipa. I, I am supposed to be a board builder. It is my bloodline. And my perspective after taking my detour to the East Coast was like, wow, my dad is freaking unreal. And he has impacted this surf industry like no one else ever has. I need to make sure that I perpetuate that and never let people forget the work that he did. My driving force right now and forever 
is to always perpetuate the life and work of Ben Ipa. You know, I love the shapes that I do. I love the opportunity to build my dad's shapes still, so that never stops. But make no mistake, I'm here because of him. And as as rad as the boards as, as, that I build, there there is one Ben Ipa and one Ben Ipa only. And I'm proud to be his son, proud to carry on our our legacy. ancestry, our, our, our lineage, our, our legacy, the, the legacy of Aloha as 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 set in my father's mind by the Duke Duke Kahanamoku, the great Duke Kahanamoku. Yeah. My dad <laughs> my dad based his life on the work of the Duke. Yeah. And and he he said, you know, to to share Aloha, that's my honor. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's amazing you know what your dad has has done and you know that's awesome that you're gonna per perpetuate his his legacy and what he stands for well the hawaiian culture right but um and always moving forward too oh oh the best thing his best quote never looking what everyone else is doing i was always looking for the next wave the next move ah ipa the next move that's that's why I love love the relationships that I'm building along the way, like with uh, guys like Varial and Dark Arts and Surf Tech, and and my brother's doing his thing with with, uh, with Slater Designs and Firewire, and and we're taking things to that next level. We're, yeah. we're doing the next move. Our, our dad would be so stoked oh, yeah. to so see fast. the shit that we're doing. Yeah, yeah you got to embrace the move, oh. the movement, and the opportunity, and, and, and just like staying relevant. And like you know, like there's people that get set in their ways that are like old school or tra- too traditional that don't want to, you know, open their mind yeah. to mm. the possibility of you know opportunity but also improve on upon your craft and like yeah, you know yeah. how to how to do it bro how to do it you know like this is gonna you know like you said perpetuate like how the future is you're 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 grooming the future yeah. you know like, well and relevance and, and tradition wanna, yeah we want to keep talking about that but we, we can't finish your story yet right no no the, no okay you're 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 you you what? How long you did it for? What four or five years touring with the band? Oh, bro, longer than that. Longer than that? Oh, yeah. So what happened? Like, I, what, I, tell I, us about I, it. I think that was like, frick, that was a stretch of a decade or so of Are you that. Fucking kidding oh, me? Oh no, not trying at all. to make it in the music. Yeah. Business. And and all along you were all along working and still, working. You know, yeah. Construction and having kids. And having kids. <laughs> <laughs> but all on the East Coast. All East Coast. You know? And what cities were you living in? Like uh, Maryland. Oh, wow. of all freaking places. Yeah. The closest beach was Ocean City. Yeah. There's a actually a Vince Bollinger. You know, yeah. Hunting kid. Yes. He's, he's from Ocean City. No way. Yep. There's some sick waves that happen there every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. East Coast gets a lot of good waves. It's just it does. You gotta. It's, yeah, you gotta. It's, it's either it's, flat or pumping. Yeah, yeah there's no middle. Flat or pumping. Yeah, it it, it is. Work. It's this. You, you got the. Yeah. So that was like your home base, bro. I, I'm I'm just saying that that there was a period in time where there, like I say, when I say detour, there was a fucking detour. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't surf that much. No, only when I got to come home, or like if I journeyed up to Ocean City or down to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bro, you want to talk about being lost and trying to figure out who you are? Yeah. I was fucking lost. I, was, I, did, I totally lost sight of, of who I was. And then, you know, I, I didn't even really know who I was even when I was in Hawaii either. You know? Yeah. It took that to kind of... It took the perspective of being away from home. Yeah. You know, to appreciate where I come from and, and what it means to be an IPA. Yeah. You know? It's heavy because I, I totally get, you know, and, and you're not the only, you know, kid that's probably done that or person that's done that where they come from famous, you know, backgrounds and they want to do something on their own. And some of them do and some of them don't, right? Mm. But like you said, it's a predetermined mm. destiny. Yeah. So what happened? Like, you said that you took a wrong turn to Albuquerque. <laughs> that, that, thing? that was my detour, man. <laughs> but like I said, once once I recognized and saw uh, what uh, once I established the, the different perspective, that's when I came back to it. Came back into the fold, and and it was. Uh, it was so interesting because I came here to Huntington, to Huntington, you know, and and the reception was super warm. Obviously, there's there's a, a nice little niche uh, gathering of Hawaiians that are here, and a huge respect for for my dad and and yeah, for your dad spent a lot of time here with a lot the of time, yeah, a lot like, of time. We used to stay at Isaac Mahi's place. In fact, I remember like the entire surf team like sleeping on Isaac's floor. Pretty rad, early '80s. <laughs> when that, that that murderer was out, was that the guy Richard Ramirez? Ramirez, yeah, yes. Night Stalker, yeah, Night Stalker. Yeah. It was around lock that your, era. Lock your windows and doors. Yeah. Trippy. Yeah. Um, wow. wow. I forgot where I was going with that. No, <laughs> you're just you're putting, you're you're putting in the timeline of like the era. Oh yeah, uh, moving on to Huntington, and then you know that's when like. I, I took stock of the things that were going on here in the mainland uh, for my dad and was kind of handling uh, some distribution stuff and and got back into building boards and and then uh, fast forward into 2013, my dad uh, during the U.S. Open when he was coaching I think he was coaching Co Smith and Alex Smith at the time uh, we had a meeting between him and his master licensee at the time. And uh, he introduced me and said, hey, this is Duke. This He's going to be taking over the company. Um, I'm handing things off to him. Basically, here's he's he's going to be the guy. So in 2013, my dad handed the business, the, the name, the, the intellectual property, all that stuff. It was, it was pretty heavy. It was super heavy. Yeah. And granted, there was like a couple years process to actually make that a, a, a legal thing. Yeah. Uh, but instantly, I started a corporation, and I didn't really know what I was doing. But fortunately, there's guys like Bob and Bill Hurley that are around here locally, and Bob McKnight that I was kind of like picking their brains and talking to them about, okay, how do you do this stuff yeah. thing? Yeah. Because I want to build a brand. I, I want to take the brand from not just boards. I want to do apparel. I want to do it all. You know, I want to take it next level. Uh, so I spent some time putting that all together legally, building a corporation and and starting to put deals together, licensing deals. Uh, we did a really rad one with O'Neill. We did a couple uh, different shirts with dad's likeness on it. That was really super cool. And I think it was like 2014 when we did that. 
Um, and since then, I've just been like working on on developing licensees worldwide to build our boards. IPA Peru, IPA Brazil, IPA Australia. Um, right now, there's like, working on IPA UK that we're about to kick off soon. Awesome. That way, you know, like like access is everything, and, and you know, shipping sucks ass right now to get boards to people. So yeah, I'm working with people that 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 have a love for my dad and and appreciation for the boards that we build and and want to make those boards in their areas Uh, which is smart because that yeah you're cutting you're one saving cost but you're also saving you know trans transportation absolutely material you know like it's just that's like adding so much cost to everything and, and and that goes hand in hand with your you know your 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 passion and 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 foresight to like technology and and being able to like use these mm-hmm. these files and these systems yep. and finding good people that yep. that that could finish the product it's you it's, know it's definitely a, but you a know process. what i mean like yeah it's like you want you want to put out the product that you you know you could handcraft well, yeah. by halfway around the world and not have to ship it Yep, I, and I, I still want to have that custom experience too. Custom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. like, don't we're one of the rad things we're doing is we have the relationship with SurfTech. Um, you know, we, we're launching the models should be hitting stores end of April. We have four models that are hitting the stores. My dad's big brother Sting, uh, it's a performance longboard. The big boy Sting, that's a big guy's performance shortboard. Uh, my wrecking ball, that's like a super groveler. Perfect for here in Huntington, and the Dark Twin, that's a performance twin, um, and they're going to be everywhere thanks to SurfTech. Um, that's awesome. And but you know that that's that's all stock sizing, you know. But I still want the opportunity to build boards, yeah, custom. So that's where all the relationship with yeah. with uh, the other countries that I'm working on. Well, I mean, SurfTech's a, a, like you said, you're going to get a nice. Royalty, but you're gonna get good distribution. But distribution, but that, everyone but, can get but, stoked. But at the end of the day, that's that's marketing to people. Are like, well, I've seen that board. I've seen people ripping, but that's not my dimensions. And then they come to you for the customs, right? Exactly. Or your exactly. brother, or you know. And you know, and there, there's some people that will kind of be bummed out that we we've gone that route. Uh, I know when my brother uh, launched his uh, flat Earth with Firewire, there are people some some people that were talking shit about. Uh, boards being made in Taiwan Seltzer. Yeah. Boards being made in Taiwan. Yeah. And the first time I saw someone say something about that, I was like, hey, my dad was one of the first people, I think he was the first person that to creep into China to have boards built there in the 90s. Why? Because my dad said, you see this watch, Duke? What's it say? I said, made in China. Made in China. He said, why not surfboards? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I can't give boards to everyone. Yeah. But if I build boards there, everyone will have access. Everyone will get stoked. Yeah. Everyone will be able to experience what I've created somewhere where I can't reach. So that, that's... It, it sucks because, you know, it's all about profit margins too, right? Mm. And unfortunately, it is, right? And it also sucks that, you know... Everywhere that is nice to live, mm. the cost of living is high. And they make it so hard for businesses to do business in these places. Uh-huh. You know, like, so you can't, you know, 
do business in California or you can't do business in Hawaii. Like all the things that, you know, could be made there are outsourced now. Yep. You know, and that's that's kind of a bummer, but that's reality. It is. So it is. that and the margin on on Yeah. Yeah. People can't really hate on boards getting made anywhere, honestly, right? Yep. So um yeah, that must have been so when you finally decided to go into the family business, mm-hmm. right? What 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 happened with uh, the music? You just said fuck it, I'm done. Like oh is yeah, there like a- you know, m- music will always be there <clears throat> for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I still play guitar from time to time, uh, but you know my my daughter has kind of picked up music and, yeah. and theater, so. I, I get to live kind of vicariously through that. Mm-hmm. My daughter Skylar is 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 really talented. Oh yeah, like, we, we've seen her oh, belt out. That's right. Yeah, you've heard her sing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at all the opening ceremonies and <laughs> Hawaiian, you know, the beautiful voice and the Hawaiian, you know, culture and the yeah. ceremonies and stuff that we've experienced here in Huntington at all the blessings and stuff. It's insane. Yeah, but after ten years of trying to be right a musician, yeah, yeah. a rock musician, yep. Um, did, just one day you're like, man, I, I think I should, you know, should, should go back into the family business or, uh, it was just, uh, yeah, it was a pretty you, natural you need warm thing. Water. Yeah. It, it was more like, like, <laughs> hmm. Yep. Dad's not getting any younger. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my brother, he's always had his path. Yeah. You know? Um, he has, he has, uh, his, his, his own kind of label. Well, he's got this tiki guy and and he wasn't necessarily like on the let's continue what dad's thing was yeah kind of kind of your same situation but trying to carve yeah. his own way within surf carving his own way because it's like 100 oh, dad dad's dad i am i just gonna you know it's hard to be have your own identity right yeah. and he wants to shape and he wants to be yep. a surfer and be involved so yep. he's trying to do his own gig yep yeah. yep yep yeah, so that's where that went, and and uh, so wow. did you did you call dad and you're, and say hey I think I want to start shaping again I want to yeah we had we had several conversations yeah. and and it just it really ha- happened organically as as yeah. most things that are supposed to happen happen it was an organic thing yeah um, and you moved to Huntington and moved it was family Huntington yeah and it wasn't necessarily hey dad I want to take over and and you know, right. do this but it was through my actions that my dad recognized yeah you know i i didn't say hey i'm gonna continue what you're doing no i would never do that i just put in in the work Mm -hmm. and and let him make the decision yeah um because it was a heavy thing when he said hey here's the keys run with it yeah here's my signature here's my logos here's like oh yeah that must have been like wow like you said you know like that's what I was asking, kind of just like how that came about, right? Because you were you were gone for yeah, ten I was, years, I was gone, bro, for ten years, Checked and then out. you came back. You started, you know, working with your dad. I to earn it, and you you were earning it. I but earn like, it. so that was that when you moved here, that was your your you decided to be a board builder, and you decided to work under the Ben Ipa label. Right. Well, it sounds like dad wanted to stay in Hawaii, but there's a lot of 
opportunity and you're like, hey, I, I could I could live in California. Exactly. And that's, you know? that's exactly where it, where so where it came it, from. Is he was, he let was, me let me work my butt off over here for you and see where you know it goes yeah. and Yeah, and it, and that wasn't even like a conversation like, hey, let me do this and see where it goes. You were just, I just doing did. It. Yeah, yeah, you're just doing it. I just did. Yeah, I, I, I there was no expectation. I just doing what I thought I should well, do. Well, we're glad you're an HB. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Dude, like, you know, there's not a lot of money in shaping, right? Especially, I mean, you're, you're kind of lucky that your your dad had a, a, a has a name. Oh, I'm extremely right? lucky for that. Yeah. Extremely. But, but, like, that's a, you know, what you do is hard. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's an art. It is. You know? And it's it's not like something that happens with the snap of a finger. Right, right. Well, and, and his, you know, foresight is like, we're going to build this into like other categories and mm-hmm. we're going to make this. But I'm just saying like, yeah, when he first came over and, you know, you're, it's not an easy. It's not an easy no, road. It's you know? not. It's like, no. and, and honestly, like, like because my dad had really slowed down, like traveling and stuff. When, when you are out of sight, you're out of mind. Yeah. So like checking in on the boards and the stores, the, the IPA name, the presence wasn't what it was like yeah. late, late, uh, 90s, late 90s, right. yeah. early 2000s. It, it, it started to trail off. I mean, because he started, he stopped coming. Yeah, you know? totally. So, and, and not to cut you off, but like during the 90s was Rusty. The heyday of. Al Merrick. The, you know, what they call it, the slipper. Xanadu. The glass slippers, right? Uh-huh. The the ballet slippers, whatever you want to call it. The, those boards, those brands had a stranglehold on professional surfing and uh, the industry, yep. right? Like globally, those are the three brands that are three or four brands out there that like dominated sales. Yeah, it's especially like in your face kind yeah, of sales yeah. you know what you see out there yeah my dad always was doing well because he had his his core following. customers yeah he had his following yeah if you're a big dude and you wanted a board that turned like a little guy's board yeah, yeah. the man could do that yeah well you, you, i can do that now if you're bigger i can make you <laughs> a performance show part that's it but it, it's not not everybody's ripped and, and, <laughs> and light well like you know when you think of uh legendary timeless names and brands and shapes and board builders i there's, there's like, takayama there's ipa there's robert august you know like there's there's uh certain names that you say and you're just like oh yeah i would love to have one of those boards yeah right or oh yeah they're like one of the best board makers ever in the world yeah so yeah, yeah. so you're so you started Getting in the family business, your dad gave you the keys to the kingdom. Basically, right? that's awesome. No pressure. Yeah, <laughs> that was another thing being named after the Duke. Yeah, when I was a kid, here I'm gonna name you after the Duke, and you're gonna be Ben Ipa's son. Good luck. <laughs> Run with it. Oh shit, Duke's a very Duke's a very masculine. Like obviously, you better Lydia, do some Lydia's big stuff. Name, that's why I named my kid Duke. I'm like, you're gonna freaking do great things. Yeah, you better you do some no big idea. things. <laughs> <laughs> you have no other choice. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. But you, you know, 2013-14, you you earned your way. Dad exactly said, you know, here I'm. I, you you could take take it on. Yep. And from there, 
where you at? Wow. From from there, I just kept going. Yeah. I, I just kind of head down and went and was just... It comes from, I asked my dad, I was like, how did you do all that you did? And he's like, I never tried. He's like, I just did it. Yeah. I just, I never thought something was going to happen. I just went through the motions. Yeah. And, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. So I just, that sticks in my head. And I just, yeah. you know, yeah. making boards, making boards, meeting people, making connections. And now here we are doing some of the raddest collaborations. Yeah. With, although I have to say, the the thing that means the most to me is the project that my brother and I are doing DNA. with our board model called the DNA. Yeah, DNA for Duke and Aquila. Uh, Love it. It's I want one, bro. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> so who? Yeah, I mean, who's making it? Where's I mean, it coming what a from? great way to. I Combine mean, the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys, you hit all the the, the boxes. You checked all. I mean, the name and then and yeah. the, the collaboration and the way it's coming out is insane. Yeah. So I mean, like, I want I want a DNA and I want an ants. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, we're not talking one at a time. No uh, kidding, dude. Like, You're like so this guy. The DNA. The DNA is... The IPA sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> IPA surfboards. IPA DNA. Yeah. No, so... <laughs> this was how long in the making? Like you... this, this is actually... Um, uh, the conversation started after Flat Earth had launched. Yep. And me and I, my brother were talking. And it was essentially like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to do something together? You know, we've never done that. And, oh yeah, that'd be cool. I was like, well, I've got something put together. How about I send it to you, take a look? So I had, I had already a file built for it. Yeah. And so I sent it to him. He's like, oh, pretty rad. Cool. How about if we tweak this, this, and this? So he did some tweaking, and he emailed it back to me. And I was like, oh, cool. How about if we do this? And I made some changes, sent it back to him. And we did that back and forth all night. And, and we came up with what there is today. And this was like two years ago, you know. And it just kind of like sat. We didn't really do anything with it. We, I made one for myself. He made one for himself. And we sat on it. Um, when my dad passed away and we had his, his celebration life at All in One Bowls, uh, we, we revisited the conversation. And it said, hey, maybe it's time. Time. Maybe it's time. Yeah. So essentially, the, the DNA is, is a true uh, rising of, out of the ashes of, of Ben Ipa. You know, it's a sting. So it's it's our dad's design that he was the most proud of. Actually, he might have been proud, more proud of that than either me or my brother or sister. Look what I've created! Your sons? Your daughter? No! The sting! Yeah. <laughs> exactly! Since, since we're on that, let's talk about the sting goes viral. In 1974, the sting... Was born. Not Stinger. Sting. Sting. Yes. Introduced to the world through the Stingmen. I don't even want to pronounce that, but Larry Bertleman, Dan Kealoha, Mark Liddell. (laughs) (laughs) Way too many uh, vowels and so (laughs) The world traveled fast in a new design, especially after Mark and Buttons appeared on the cover of Surfing Magazine on their Stings. Wow. So, like, in 74... 
the sting hit and it was on all the best surfers especially the hawaiian surfers and it just got so much recognition yeah it's amazing so yeah. the dna is a sting it's a sting so so talking about that yeah. so the, the the sting goes viral i mean yeah bro my dad saw a speedboat race saw the fastest boat at the time was a, a hydroplane speedboat had the abrupt cut out the big wings wide surface area in the front pulled in the ass section yeah. made so much sense to him he made a board that was basically a hydroplane speedboat so you have all the planing in the front paddle power playing through flat sections and then the pulled in section for performance yeah now woof, here we go deep breath so the sting got its name from the first one that got surf which was at lighthouse a Diamond Head by Larry Bertelman. My dad was watching him surf and said, Oh, Larry Sting, the wave. <laughs> and that's where the Sting was born. So every everyone in the mainland calls a Stinger because at, at, as the years went by, they got ripped off here and they called it a Stinger. And my, my dad's like, the sting. You, you don't Stinger a wave. <laughs> you Sting a wave. That's epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of history here. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of history. Well, I mean, looking at, and again, I pulled this from your site, so anybody could go on to... Uh, Bro, I'm going to walk you Yeah, IPASurf. And Australian, the four-time world champ, Mark Richards, he noticed these other guys kind of ripping on the stinger. Sting. <laughs> on the sting. Sting, not the singer. I mean, not the singer that everybody was copying. Yeah, and he started getting boards from IPA. From IPA. Yeah, and here's the rad thing is, and is, the best guy in the planet, you know, at the time. Yep, was like Mark Richards. Yeah, and he ordered Stings. So and Mr. had to hunt my dad down because yeah. he wasn't returning his calls. Yeah, <laughs> so Mr. came to Hawaii. To hunt him down to get a board made. That's amazing. That was 1976. So wow. as as time went on and my dad was building MR boards, uh, MR was asking him, okay, can you move the wing a little further down? A little further down. And then uh, around that same period, MR was shaping himself and l- taking pointers from dad, from Dick Brewer. And he started experimenting with his wing twin. So the wing twin is a direct descendant of the Sting. The Wing Twin, most famous twin fin there is, yeah. you know, influenced shapers around the world. Definitely. And Matt yeah. Biolas was influenced by Mark Richards. Yeah. You know, that yeah. says something. Uh, but what's Again, radical to lineage. think about that is yeah. every winged board comes from the Sting. That's so epic. And that, and that, and Lennon said, you know, like, hey, people, copy people people see a design they see somebody surfing better than them and a, yeah. and a perfect example is you know mark everybody comes to hawaii every winter you know everyone everybody anybody that knows Since how to surf 60s yeah so you know if mark richards wants to stay on top of his game and he's getting sized up by all the locals and he's seeing a board that he's interested in like yeah. and back then all of those guys and and we've interviewed other other guys that have like Peter T- PT and they all shape their own boards, yeah, you know, yeah. because to make money and make money and help pay for bills. But they are all, it was also just, you know, 
cutting out and 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 learning the whole process of like what worked and stuff and we miss i mean i don't think that happens now you know like yeah you know the shape uh surfer shapers like it's coming around a little bit more but like i mean to have people like you know mark richards or girl all these you know high profile like excellent surfers like the best of the best like work Mm. with your dad only helps both you know well yeah i mean like the the pros translate you're not a pro yeah well you're a pro but like what I'm saying is... It's not about me. Pro, the pro... Uh, <laughs> it's not about me. Stop. 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 Just stop. The pro designs get pushed down... No, and for sure. interpreted to the regular guy like myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But, uh, I mean, the, the, you brought up how the sting transcended to, you know... The wing twin. The wing twin. Yeah. You know? And that's because of their connection and... Mm-hmm. They're DIY working together, and I mean he's only, you know Mark Richards probably only comes to Hawaii a couple months out of the year. The other nine, ten you know months out of the year, he's traveling and he's like, well, I need that board, yeah, all year round, yeah, you know. So there's a lot you know a lot of moving parts, you know, on 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 the design side and yeah. a lot of late, like downtime. So DNA, DNA. DNA. Well, Who, where's this coming from? Like, where do people get it? Oh, they can go to ipadna.com and it'll take you to a, a link that you can order one or you can get one through my brother at akilaiposurfboards.com. Uh, if you're in Hawaii, it's easier to get it through my brother since he's right there. And if you're here in California or on, in <coughs> North America, it's easier to get through me here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <coughs> so I the, surf- God, bro, the, the thing about the DNA is, is it, it really just it brings it brings together the it's like the trifecta. It brings in all elements like of my dad, my brother, and me. Yeah, I mean, there's there's literally things that I would do differently, <laughs> uh, but we both had to find a common ground. Yeah, yeah. and it's it bring you guys closer. Yes, it did. Good. It really did, and. I'm so stoked about it, and, and, and hopefully he brings his DNA to Mexico on March 18th, and we'll get to have a Ipa Brother surf-off. Surf off. Right? <laughs> it's going to be a surf-off. I know. Hopefully goofy, it's versus, goofy versus regular. Hopefully it's not a barrel contest, because if it's like three-foot barrels, <laughs> he's going to beat me, because he can somehow shrink up into this little accordion-shaped thing and fit in these tiny baby barrels. Ankles. I need something of substance. <laughs> you need a little bit more wave, a little bit more power, something yeah. a little more sizable. So you, I mean, you know, going back to DNA, that was so, it's so neat to think that there's three different IPAs that influence that one board, mm. you know? Yeah. It's really cool. Like It's a unique thing. Yeah. It really is. And the DNA is just a perfect name. Bro, it's like we, both, we both built a board off of a blueprint and said, no. Yes, no, yes, yeah. no, yes. Here it is. And then uh, you're also working with Surf Tech. Working with Surf Tech. And then April, April launch. And end of April launch. Nice. And then shops everywhere. And then Dark Arts is. Bro, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I didn't tell you. <laughs> Got more, more coming out from oh, Dark Arts? Bro, aside from the killer boards we're already doing with Dark Arts, we're going to be dropping. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. 
You want to hear? This is an exclusive. Yeah. On the late night with Chalky podcast. You heard it here first. Here first, literally. Uh, Dark Arts, IPA, Local Motion, The Ants. Oh my no. god. So I got to order three fucking boards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our sponsors better step up because we got an expensive. Whoa, dude. <laughs> we got an expensive. Uh, <laughs> we got to feed our oh, habits. Froth. We got theater so, froth. Theater dark, right? Oh, hey, that's a good one right there. Local motion. Local motion. Yeah. Kaipo Guerrero signature model the ants. Sick. Woo! That's exciting. Hear that, Expedia? Yeah. <laughs> you know they're listening. Google and Facebook and Meta and, wow. and all, everybody else. Um, so when does that drop? I just took Kaipos to be glassed yesterday. And what, is that going to so, be limited edition or what? Well, it'll be available for everyone. Oh, dude. We're, just, we're working out the minor details between local motion and, and us, and uh, it's off to the races. Dude. But we're talking about a model, and we didn't touch on this yet. The, the Ants model that I made for Kaipo, and we made a limited number for local motion. Yeah. That came from a board, 1984. That my dad made for Kaipo. Did we talk about this already? Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. But let's, okay. Let's refresh it. We'll right. recap. We're refreshing this. So I mean, it came from the board my dad for, made for Kaipo in 1984. That uh, was underground, and logos were taken from Locomotion, put on the board, Ipa Locomotion. But long story short, uh, this is the board that influenced the flyer. Yeah. So this thing. Is modernized. So, oh, the bottom is so freaking juicy. I mean, juicy. Is there sting to it? No, no sting. No sting at all. No sting. It's is this a, a whole different? Is it? It's the ants. The ants. It has that abrupt break, but it's a bump. Yeah. Uh, so if you go look at the Red Beauty for Merrick, yeah. Merrick, and yeah. you look at the flower, Tom Kearns, you see how high the bump up is. Oh my gosh! So you, you that sounds like a B board, bro. So you got the <laughs> you got the release, the bump up yep. in front of the front two fans. Yep. Is the wide point moved up at all, or is it still center? slightly, slightly? Yeah, like one inch. Okay. Yep. Oh and shit! I said that alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I know my board. The shape, bro. I know my bro, board, bro. Dude, I talked shop a lot for twenty years. I was pro once. <laughs> It's not about me. I'm just kidding. Stop. No, but I, I, I'm interested because I know board design a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. The, and the I'm, bottom. Oh, bro, the bottom. Yeah. So the my dad had this bottom that he called the Pro Am bottom back in the late '80s. Oh, sorry, late '70s, '78-ish. Uh, what it was it was for his twins, and it was a, an insanely deep double concave that created a spine. That was essentially acted kind of like a stabilizer for the twins. Hmm. So what I did on the Ants model, and this is something that I have on my Dark Twin, on my Dark Horse, and my Ambassador models, is it's a, a very heavy V with a pronounced double concave. Not as heavy as my dad used to do with the Pro-Am bottom, but it has that influence. You know, hmm. It's got that fingerprint. Uh, what it does for the board is nuts. It's like... Having a freaking clutch for a motorcycle, you know, you go bum, 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 on the clutch. Well, this thing, you don't have to change much pressure to get it to roll and react. So, you don't imagine like more control in a turn to where you, if you put a little bit of pressure, sports it, car, sports car, sports car. <laughs> oh, 
Sports instantaneous power steering. Instantaneous Dude, power steering. Pivot holds yeah. the horsepower. Oh. Sensitivity. So, yeah. juice, Sens- power, drive. Are, are you guys you guys getting that? Are you hot yet? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's um, voice. Hi, orders are coming in. <laughs> Everyone's voice. Late night with Chalky. Uh, uh, <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, that's exciting. I hate to bring this up, but is Town and Country pissed? You're doing all this stuff with. Bro, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, we're gonna be. I actually hit Town and Country up a couple of years ago to do something oh, with him because no. you know we did a grip of badass pours with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, your dad was the ones. the main shapers. He was one of them. the main shapers. Yeah, and oh, bro, there are some sick boards that we could remake with Town and Country. Yeah, call me. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that's I mean again that's that's what we're uh, we're about you know we're trying to create a, an uh, awesome. On the down low, I yeah. might be working with some town and country. Yeah, so, oh. down, down, uh, down <laughs> But the just putting out amazing boards and amazing, you know, like tools make people happy and surf and get oh, better. Man. What I, I, I dig most is is, and I'll say most. Aside from the experience on the board, it's the story that's tied to the board, for sure. Because that adds to the experience. Yeah. If there if there's a story of where this board came from. When you take that thing out and paddle it, you're not just surfing because it's like February 17th, 2022. You're having an experience on something that was made in 1984, but modernized for today. And it's got a story behind it. And you're like, man, when I'm surfing this thing, oh, I'm Cutbo Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it. Ah, hey, hey, you ride the ants, you get Madonna. Whoa! That's a stink. Oh, bro, you remember that picture? Oh, dude. dude. Oh. We, oh, you know Play we had him on, dude. Playboy. We, we interviewed Kaipo. Yeah, no, yeah. bro. But that reminds me. Oh, my brother was doing a shoot. Oh, who was he shooting for at the time? Ah, oh, I can't remember. But he came home with this freaking like eight by ten printout of Cindy Crawford. Oh my God. Sitting on his freaking lap. Because he was doing a shoot and she was doing a shoot, and then I said, "Oh, let's just take a picture together." Oh, dude, look what I have! It's a picture of Cindy Lauper on a Crawford. Cindy Crawford yeah, yeah. on my lap. Way better. Yeah. Oh, hey! If FOMO was a word back there, I had FOMO for yeah. Cindy Crawford. You on my lap. were so jealous. I was jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. So any any good uh, like. Family surf trips. You guys are just dad was working with the athletes. Like, do you go anywhere? Like, like, I oh, I, did, you, you, I missed out on a lot. Yeah, yeah at I ten did. years, I was just like, man, your dad was shaping and training the best of the best, and you know, you had your little, yeah, yeah, side sidebar to Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Right, again, bro, you you live in Hawaii. Where else do you need to go? Yeah, I mean. Huntington is rad, and, but it's not Hawaii. Well, I, I, used to, I used to travel a lot with, with Rizal, and he's, you know, Indonesian royalty. And I'd be like, you have, you have all this money to go surf, like, halfway around the world, this crip, crappy, you know, beach break or, you know, spot. And I'm all that. And it's cold, and you have to put on a wet, like, yeah. everything that you're not, it's like, you don't need to do. You don't need to do. What other people yeah. do to go to you, you go to do for other people or other yeah. places. And, and it's just, it, it's like, yeah. yeah. If you're in the game of the 
sport or the industry and you want to make a name and you got to travel you got to go around and sometimes it's not to the most desirable areas so yeah you know hats off to you to be able to like have the best of both worlds bro then there's the guys that have like cracked the code that that like can can travel now and do videos and not even worry about competing yeah and they do well yes yeah the new way of marketing yourself and not having to rely on a magazine or a, to, a sponsor to, you know. Market yourself. Yeah, the magazines and the, we talk about this a lot because we really do miss the magazines. Yeah. We really miss the, the oh, culture. It was, a, it was such a rad era because you waited yeah. for the next one. Yeah. You're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah. I wonder, oh, what, who placed what in that contest? Yeah. Or, yeah. But your destiny was kind of held in the hands of those <laughs> that wanted to promote you versus now it's how good you are at your own destiny, yeah. your own social media. Who? Who's that kid Still that we saw at a? We saw some kid that rides for you. That rides for Ruka. Joe. Joel Bishop. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 We saw him some at the restaurant. Was I with you? No. Okay, I was with somebody else. But ran into him at a restaurant. Oh, I was in. I was with Vanderipe. And we were at an Italian restaurant, and he was there with his girlfriend. Okay. And they were up. Going to Pismo for the contest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. and he goes, yeah. Da, da, da. I'm like, I'm gonna. I forget what he said, but he's like, yeah, right for IPA, you know, yeah. doing yeah. a dark arts thing. And I'm like, oh wow, cool. Yeah, I actually brought him on as a sales manager, dude. Yeah. Epic. Because I mean, he knows his shit. He's he knows the boards. He, you know, he's he's yeah. He's he's so uh, understanding and and appreciates and. And is feels privileged to be a part of our story. Nice to be able to do something that you know not a lot of people. That I mean, it works both. He lives up there, right? He lives up in Pismo or up in Pismo. Yeah, yeah. He holds it down up there. He rides for Ruka. Yeah. yeah. Be careful if you have a beard and you surf because he has a habit of grabbing your beard and dunking you if you get in the way. That's awesome. Well, that goes hand in hand, hand in hand as far as like you want somebody that can represent the brand and be super knowledgeable and, and frothy, yeah. but you also want to give those people the same opportunity to like have a path within yeah, our exactly. industry, you know? Exactly. So yeah. it's like, dude, yeah. to have that kid Who's, is awesome. Who are you sponsoring right now? Ah, putting you on the spot. There's no, there's there's a handful of kids. I mean, the the the, the kids that are making the biggest mark are Juju and Petey Romanook. Epic here in Epic. Huntington. Nice. Um, and you're part of the Huntington Beach Board Riders Club. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. And it, uh, if you guys don't remember that one meeting we had, HP Board Riders, you guys get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> We're the official podcast of the uh, West Coast Board Riders, the U.S. Board Riders, and HB Board Riders. So, uh, and I have uh, Keiko Casimero that holds it down. Oh, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, I got rips. Well, yeah. we're we're just, we're we're fine tuning a, a a board for Pipe and Sunset called the uh, Alchemist. And, oh, things when it when it lets go when it releases, it's it's badass. Nice. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Nice. I mean, so many board models. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to have that. You, yeah, you got to keep innovating and keep on top of, 
you know, trends and you got to, you know, there's so many specialties within each athlete, you know, yeah. like, I mean, not just athlete, but you know, your customer base. Yes. Which is. So, uh, a lot of our guests we asked, have you surfed the wave pools yet? I have not. Yeah. Got to get there. I have not. I haven't had enough people. Uh, I think your brother spent more time in the. The original one too, yeah, right? The Slater one than a lot of. Uh, yeah. 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 Come on. I, I haven't got the invite yet. Come on. Hey, bro. Kelly. Aquila. <laughs> you like to surf. <laughs> Let's do this. You like to surf. <laughs> yeah. um, Keep your family. Let's go. No, that's cool. Those kids rip. Uh, yeah. Yep. Juju and Peter. Yeah. Dude, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Dude, their dad is freaking rad. He's, He's awesome. The best support. Yeah. And Juju and Petey, if you're listening... Respect your dad, yeah, because you know, he's sacrificing a lot for you guys. Yeah, same it's for just, all you groms. It's Respect awesome, and that, and that comes full circle, you know, like right with like how much parents do, and they yeah. don't really like you don't realize you don't it realize until it later, until yeah, until later. Like my son, my son, he's he's not really into the competitive surfing thing. Um, he's more of a free surfer. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of jazzed because he's got more uh, into longboarding lately. Nice, and and. Not performance longboarding, but more of a classical style yeah. longboarding. So it's really. But he can throw some buckets. Oh, bro! <laughs> when that yeah. kid engages, yeah. Hey, talking about falling in grandpa's footsteps, that kid should be a freaking linebacker, man. Yeah. He could be taking fools out, or maybe figure skating. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be on uh, twinkle toes. I don't know, but homeboy could. Grandpa or dad? Who's he to yeah. pick after? I know, but no, it's it's awesome. Like I'm, we're super stoked to you know see. It. See him out there all the time. He's yeah. ripping this morning. All right, it's yeah. rad. He's always been loved by the the Huntington Beach guys at the pier, and and he's got his own uncles there that looked after him, and he's he's turned into a good man. Yeah, it's good from a lot of good influences. So. Yeah, that's all you could wish for as yeah. a parent, you know. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I think your dad's super proud of you and your brother, oh, man. man. You know, and bro, you know, he's, I, he, I, I tell you what. My dad's biggest thing, and we're gonna go back to Kelly Slater. Again, yeah, because my dad always said, you know, if there's no, if, if there's a contest and Kelly's not in, it's not a contest. <laughs> so, I love it. towards the end of my dad's days, um, he was dealing with Alzheimer's, so or, and didn't recollect things. Yeah. So one of his biggest pleasures was when I would tell him, "Hey, Dad, you know, Akila's making boards for Kelly," and he'd be like. <laughs> for real? I'm like, yeah. He's like, unreal. Yes. <laughs> so unreal. So, uh, so, I see the frog. That's the upside of the Alzheimer's. I got to tell him that story like a hundred times. And he enjoyed it every And he enjoyed it every time like the first. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Rest in peace. Rest in Mr. peace. Ben, Mr. Freaking the man, Ipa. And thank you for you and Akila continuing on. And you guys got your own great, you know, business and 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 you're collaborating. And there's so much, bro. My Aloha my going hope, around. My hope for the future is at some point that that me and my brother will be together, together. And yeah. I always have this thing in my head of of the ethereal spirit of our father. In between us, with his arms outstretched to the left and to the right, 
holding me and my brother together. And love it. And you know, the DNA is the start of that. Yeah. And March 18th. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. March 18th, that's IPA surf off. In Mexico. <laughs> you guys bringing a, a videographer or what? Yeah. Filmer? Oh, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to, yeah, huh? Yeah, you got to bring a gotta filmer, dude. got to document that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to document this shit, man. Yeah. Get Stab to uh, come down there and film the DNA. Stab. Yeah, yeah go- Goofy <laughs> Regular. The next trip better be on a left. Whoa, Goofy dude, Regular! Be- the, next, right. the next trip better be on a left. It's got to be fair and square. That's or right. Surfline or... Inherent bummer. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah. Get everybody to go That'd down there and film no, We're going to promote the hell out of this. That'd be rad. Yeah. That'd be rad. My son's coming down too. Oh, so dude. It's going to be epic. Yeah. I well, might, I might get COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my real job, I might not be around for a couple weeks as I got uh, COVID. I might actually be down in Mexico recovering. <laughs> I think my brother has room for three or four more. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, now uh, he's got uh, two more. Because <laughs> <laughs> two just got snatched up. Oh, classic. Bro, hey, there's think, so much more to yeah. dig into. We're going to have to have you back on. Yeah. yeah. Lars. I'll be stoked. Lars got Duke's party to tend to. I know. My son's Duke. Duke. Yep. The other Duke. Happy birthday. Yep. Happy birthday, Duke. Yeah. Duke Larson. From Duke. Um, I, I got to go make breakfast. You need to make breakfast That's for. That's what he wanted. For, oh, wow. Bro. Yeah, we got to have pancakes. Like, I don't know, pancakes bacon? or French toast and eggs oh, and bacon I, and the whole yeah. deal. Like, I think it must be a Duke thing. Yeah. That, that's me, man. Yeah, French awesome. toast, scrambled eggs, bacon for dinner? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, sign, sign me up. up. <laughs> hey, honestly, um, it was so awesome not to just talk about you, but you talking about your father and yes. the history that none of us, most of us on this planet have never heard. And that was, you know... we're we're really privileged to that you shared those stories but we're so stoked that we finally got you on the show and talked about how you're you know you and your brother are building and your own businesses but also carrying on the legacy of the great Brett Ben Ipa um, definitely thanks for sharing yeah. your life stories and Dude, we're gonna and have all to of our listeners again. go check it out and yeah. get, get aboard. You know, DNA so, Surf Tech. Yeah, support support locomotion ants model, the dark arts model. All Fuck. Hey, one other thing. May twenty. I think sometime in May, there is a launch with Ron Herman, the, the design yes what? company yes in Waikiki at the Moana Surfrider. Wow. Uh, Ipa Ron Herman special. Dang. That's epic. Good job. That's huge. Yeah. You're, you're going. Ipa Ron Herman. Going. Dude. Going luxury. Is high class or what? Yeah. Luxury. Oh, now you just got bougie on us, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, I need that Louis print on my board for yeah. the Ron Herman. Hey, what, what the stuff we're doing is. is a reflection of what my dad was wearing. Taylor. Taylor style. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Sweet. I want that too. Oh, bro. <laughs> this guy's such a... <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Thank you. So May twenty. It's I think it's end of May ish. Somewhere in May. I think it's May twenty seventh. I can't remember the date. Keep us abreast so we can promote. Dude, the Ron Herman. Ron Herman is is legit, bro. It's not just like he's there. It's gonna be in all the stores everywhere. Wow. But launching in Waikiki. That's beautiful, dude. Yeah. Well, congratulations on all that, man, and and. Yeah. Thank you for coming. If I was a rock, I would say. Chew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace. Aloha. Surf. Yep. Peace. Bonsai Bowls. Hands down the best bowls, period. Seven locations. Two in Hawaii, five in Southern California. Bonsai Bowls. Go get some. Caliente Southwest Grill. Clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family-owned, showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website, calientesouthwest.com, for all your party pack and catering needs. You could also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen, the best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen, it's been around since the sun. Shade Shade Sunscreen. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.